Welcome to Bulls on Tap. I am your dude, Buzz, and I am joined by my guy, Goose, a.k.a. Bull Scripted. And we are here after a kind of expected blowout. Milwaukee Bucks beat the Chicago Bulls 123-102. to Be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs and checking out the Thrive Fantasy app. It's a cool and tough new app for DFS. Use the promo code ONTAP, and once you deposit your first $10, Thrive will give you an additional $10. So grab a beer and crack them and enjoy a more convenient way to play DFS. Ad reads. I like ad reads. They're pretty sweet. Uh, I did not like this game, though, man. What the hell happened? Mm. Bucks. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's just a, a good way to put it, Bucks. You know, I, I feel like a lot of people were riding high uh, heading into this game after what happened uh, our last time out, um, you know, it, it, when we played Atlanta. And uh, people were riding high because that was just a, you know, well, well, it was just like a complete domination, you know. And uh, unfortunately, it didn't turn out that way today. It was uh, the Bulls hung in there for a little bit. Started off the first quarter real rough, and uh, made a little bit of a uh, you know a comeback there, outscoring the Bucks thirty-two to twenty-four in that second quarter, and then the wheels fell off in the third when they're outscored forty to twenty-five. Um, a lot of Bulls Twitter blaming Chris Dunn for this loss. I I, I want to get your thoughts on that real quick. I mean. Zach did not have a good night. He stat padded a little bit at the end of the game to get close to 20 points. I'd say the one positive would kind of be Lowry, who's played pretty well the last two games despite um, sitting out of practice with stomach issues. Um, but I don't I don't really think any one person's to blame for this game. Chris Dunn going one for six really doesn't have anything to do with the Bulls. Losing, I mean, maybe the fact that the Bulls don't have a small forward and Chris Dunn has to be your small forward, um, but that's not Chris Dunn's fault. Yeah, you know, um, a lot of over dribbling. I feel he he had a couple times, but there was no movement without the ball. And and the funny thing that gets me is he's one of our best perimeter defenders, right? So Milwaukee finds out a way to guard him. By, by guard him, I mean lack thereof. And they sag off of a three-point line, making him become a three-point shooter. Doesn't work. So what does Jim do, Goose? Jim calls a timeout. He brings his players to the sideline. You know what he does? He finds a way. Even though they might have figured out Dunn, he finds a way to still incorporate Dunn in the, in the game plan. Of course, I'm bullshitting because, no, he just took Dunn out and let him sit the rest of the game. Because Jim can't figure out how to adjust. <laughs> so then you let Ryan Archidiakono come in. And that that guy that is always on your jock. And he's not a bad guy. I, I, I can't remember his name. But he's sitting out there putting memes of, of Ryan Archidiakono. Oh, look at Archie. Look at Archie. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Like, 
I'm like, wave, wave the white flag. It's over. It's, it's just, it's just over. So, you know, um, Chris Dunn is, uh, <laughs> I feel like he got a little bit of a shaft tonight, uh, from Boylan because Boylan just does not know how to adjust whatsoever. Um, you know, the Bulls took a bunch of shots. Boylan was living and dying by that three. And I'm going to pull up some team stats for you real quick. You know, the Bulls outshot the Milwaukee Bucks tonight. Uh, Bulls took 107 shots. Milwaukee took 84. The Bulls took 44 three-pointers. Milwaukee took 32. So, you know, a big, big free throw discrepancy, too. Is the most alarming discrepancy would be twenty four free throws for the Bucks to eight for the Bulls. Which yeah, I feel it happens a lot, and obviously when you have Giannis Antetokounmpo, you're gonna get to the foul line. You have an MVP caliber player, you're gonna get the calls. But man, Sato got teed up, just pretty much bitching like, really? How many fouls? How many free throws have we taken? Right. How many have they taken? Like, what the... F- and it feels like that almost every night, and I get we're a young team, and we're not going to get the whistle. And But, man, some nights, it's like, really? Yeah, no, it really... Team? They, right. they literally took triple the amount of what we took. That's insane. Yeah, and, you know, there was a lot of contact. I mean, even Stacey King said something about it. And, you know, Stacey will usually kind of be like, uh, you know, she tries not to ride the... He's a complete homer line. Does that make sense? Um, but Funk was getting pissed off about it too tonight, which was funny. A lot of contact in the paint. Zach was, I mean, getting battered and bruised in the paint when he was trying to drive in there. Um, like, ah, man, you know. It's yeah, just, Zach, Zach Levine should not ever only have one free throw. Not, that was the technical free throw. Yeah, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. It, it really is. You know, uh, they... It was weird because at times they let the pay- players play and at other times they were calling fouls on the Bulls. Um, I'm not going to completely go the route of the refs screwed the Bulls or anything like that. Oh, no. We, we, even if the refs called the game straight, we would have lost tonight. That's, not, right, that's right. not what we're getting here. It's just it's a common trend and it is frustrating. I right. Mean, I just wanted to air that out play. before people thought we were blaming the refs for it because I could just see that happening now, you know. So I want to get out in front of that before that, that actually happened. Talking to refs. How dare you. Yeah, <laughs> you know the Bulls' uh, total turnovers tonight. Milwaukee I mean, had eighteen. Dare you hold us back from beating the Bucks? <laughs> Definitely the far superior team. Yeah, no shit. You know the Bulls had only ten turnovers tonight, man. Uh, they had, you know, it just, man, dude. I mean, this is the difference. This is where people got excited after the, you know, the last game the Bulls played, which was uh, uh Saturday night. Uh, if I'm right, it was Saturday night. And, um, you know, I, I kind of figured this was going to happen coming in as much as I hate to say it. It's, it's just, it's the truth of how I feel. You know, the bulls are not ready to compete with Milwaukee. Um, you know, the lack of size, I feel has a lot to do with it. With not like you pointed out earlier in the episode goose. I mean, they, you know, they don't have a freaking small forward, you know, uh, they were out rebounded 59 to 43, Absolutely taking well, advantage of where, where you could start that at the three. Like, Giannis is his matchup. Like, I'm about done with Thad. You're about done with Thad? Yeah, I'm about, I'm about done. Yeah. I'm about done okay. with Thad. Just because all, like, the trade um, room, like, you know, that he wants to be gone. Way, I don't blame him, but, you know. 
I'm just done with him. Uh, uh, you know, they, he wants to be traded or whatever, and then like he comes out tonight, and I understand right. that his minutes haven't been all that great. You know, and he wants more minutes, but I mean, dude, when you're out, when you're out here fucking airballing three pointers and missing point blank layups, I'm not going to give you minutes either. I mean, for God's sakes, Ryan Archidiakono can hit the fucking you know hit the rim from a corner shot. Yeah, I just went there. You know, he does bring some things to the team, but offensively, at least this year, he has driven me up a wall. Because he's so indecisive, and it like it literally it it pisses me off. You know, uh, I I think that he is a good veteran. I think that he was a good pickup. I'm just about done with them because I don't know if the care is there, or if he's really just struggling this bad that we need to look at other op. Not that we have any other options, but I mean, if there's a trade market for him, then you need to look at other options. So at this point, you're you're, you're just hoping Thad is gone by the trade deadline. That's what you're saying. If we can get something from him, bud, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with that. Like, I don't think that Thad is going to, you know, be a a, a turning point for this team. Um, I don't, I don't think neither, either of us ever thought that. We thought he'd be a good locker room guy for sure. But, uh, you know, you know, seeing what KC has been saying about like the trade rumors with him and everything like that, and he was unhappy with his role, and then coming out not really able to contribute anything night in and night out. And again, I understand that he's not getting the minutes that he wants, but he's still getting a consistent 20 to 22 minutes. So, you know, it's just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with it, man. I'm, I'm good with it right now. I mean, it's just, if we can get some young players, I mean, we could break this down and do a whole trade thing if we wanted to, but we won't go that route. We'll do that like, you know, for a, a week recap where we just break shit down. But if we can get some young players or something like that, and he can go to a contending team where the guy can be on a winning team, then I, I'd do it for him. No, yeah. I mean, I think it would be a win-win situation for both sides. I do think Fed can contribute to a contender. Um, I think his desire would probably show through more in that situation as well. But no, I mean, if you can get anything for Thad, I'm, I'm all right with moving him. I mean, this offseason is going to suck. So yeah, yeah. trades, I, th- I think the market's going to be pretty active. And... Maybe the Bulls do something crazy. It's unlikely, but maybe they take a big swing. Who who knows? Um, because you can't play Atlanta and Detroit every night. Um, Wouldn't it be badass if we could, dude? Uh, no, I'd get bored. Um, I, I just want some want wins, just until we get back to 500, dude. Just just, just let us get back to 500. <laughs> yeah, just, just play let, Hawks. Yeah, dude, just let just us get back to 500, bro. Or, for ten straight games, let us get back in this, and then and then we can play some real teams again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll start just start from um, scratch, you know. Eh, that would be nice, but unfortunately, we have the Jazz and the Celtics up next. Another two tough games. Um, hopefully, we can steal one because we, we do play the Pistons again here shortly. So we can steal one of these next two games. Maybe we can stay afloat and. Try to stay in and try to catch the Magic. Yeah. I, you know, the, the Jazz, that's an interesting matchup. I mean, is there anything that you want to touch on the game that just passed, or we just got Greek freaked? Is that about it? No, yeah, we got freaked, and there's <laughs> really nothing. I like that. Um, well, we got Greek freaked. I don't want to have to say that all the time, but, I mean, it's pretty fucking hilarious. Well, for now, it's pretty much what's going to happen whenever we play Milwaukee. So... Just take it and 
accept it and try not to be heard about it. I don't know. Yeah, that's that's a good point, my friend. It's a good point. All right, so we'll move into Thursday's game against um, Utah Jazz. It's at the United Center. It starts 7 o'clock. It's Thursday, January 2nd. That'll be the first game of 2020, which is, you know, pretty cool. Uh, starting it off New year, home. new bulls, baby. Yep, new year, new bulls, man. New year, new bulls. God damn it, man. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I believed that a little bit. But, hey, I digress. Um, you know, Utah obviously has a really good team. You know, they are 20 and 12 on the year. They're actually playing Detroit right now. Um, they're up on them. But, you know, Donovan Mitchell, you know, good young player. Rudy Gobert, staple in the middle of the floor. You know, uh, they got some good bench pieces over there in Utah. They Joe, Joe Ingles, you know, Bogdanovich. Good, good players over there. You know, above 500 playoff team in the Western Conference. Uh, Bulls have their work cut out for them. They are beatable. The Jazz are beatable. So, you know, hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully they started off like they did, you know, the Bulls start off like they, uh, you know, kind of came back against Milwaukee today. Hopefully they don't have to come back, but, you know, they, they get Lowry going because this 27 minutes shit, this 29 minutes shit with, with Lowry's just getting old, man. He sits for too long. You know, I, I really think that. I, I don't know if you think I'm far off on that, but I just feel like it's no, and it's it's all the time, dude. Because because it's like Thad's playing under 20 minutes. Lowry's not even playing 30 minutes. So where the fuck are these minutes at power forward even going to? Like, do we have a phantom player that just plays and we we don't even see him because I it doesn't make sense. It, it, it literally oh. it drives me up a wall. I don't get it. Like, I, I'll, like, look at the clock, dude, and then I'm like, man, I'm like, Lowry's been out for, like, a good eight to ten minutes already, you know? And I'm like... Oh, and, and as we noted earlier, he has been battling a stomach bug the right. last two games here, but it's been like this the whole season. Stomach bug, no stomach bug, oblique injury, no oblique injury. He disappears for, like, a full quarter at a time for no fucking reason at all, and... We lose basketball games. It just it doesn't make sense because his shot has been coming back around, which means the very least he's a great spacer. He's going to help create without even having to do anything but fucking stand there. Right. Yeah, I mean that's that's what the Bulls are going to have to do. You know, Lowry's going to have to force the issue. Um, you know, I feel he could bully around Bogdanovich. If given the opportunity, you know, he's a weak defender, try to get some mismatches going on in the paint with Lowry. Uh, Wendell's going to have his work cut out offensively um, with Rudy Gobert because, you know, dude can, you know, dude is a defensive wizard. So, I mean, it's going to, that'll be maybe even a little bit of a wash. I don't want to say WCJ is as good a defender as Rudy, but that should be an interesting matchup. Zach and Donovan Mitchell is a storyline that I would like to see Zach try to exploit. Not gonna lie to you, I, I would I wouldn't be pissed off if Zach went for twenty five shots. You know, just if, if he's hitting, you know what I mean. Like, just prove the point. You know, prove the point. And uh, yeah, I mean that's just that's where no, we're you, at right you, now. You don't want another seven and twenty three performance like tonight. You'd, you'd you'd prefer him to be hitting. Well, and, like and you said, 25? like the stat pad thing, man. You called it stat pad, and that's what he did. You know, he's trying to get to the twenty, keep his average up. You know? No, yeah. At the end of the game, you can usually tell when Zach's like, Checked All right, out. this game's this game's over. Uh, I'm gonna try to get some buckets in the hall here." Um, so I mean, obviously, that's 
something that most players do. Um, but no, I agree with you. I want to see Zach Levine go at Donovan Mitchell and hopefully the Bulls come out victorious in that one. Yeah, they, I think that's like the most realistic game, Goose, that I think they could win out of this three-game set here. Because um, I'm going to the Celtics game um, Saturday, so I'll, I'll be there. But I'll I tell you what, we'll, we'll preview that after Thursday's game, but Kemba and company have really started figuring it out over there in Boston. And I'm, I think the league should be a little bit shook. I think that those guys are, those guys are going to be a, a big threat. I, I honestly think that. But uh, that's all I have for today, man. I don't really have much else. You know, we we got Greek freaked. It is what it is. We hung in there for a little bit, and then the wheels came off. And that's uh, yeah. They that's, that's... they gave us some hope going into the half. We and then we got bucked in the third, and it just sucked after that so there's really not much more to talk about uh, maybe trade season's active maybe we see some crazy shit happen there um maybe the bulls start stealing some games here hopefully that starts with the jazz and then, uh this has not been set in stone yet but to everybody that listens to this podcast i'm hoping on thursday i get one more part that i need for my computer to make this all work um should be here hopefully tomorrow night According to Amazon, that is. But me and Goose will be calling games together on Hot Mike. If you do not know what Hot Mike is, I just want to give it a little bit of a shout-out real quick. This is something that I got approached uh, in the beginning of the Bears season. Uh, we we were one of the people that, uh, people that were lucky enough to be selected to do beta testing. We stuck with the app. Basically what Hot Mike is is you sync the app to your television. It's available on Android and iOS, you sync the app to your television. Instead of hearing the national broadcasters for like football, you would hear me. And uh, Amp was usually sitting next to me. Um, and we called these games. Now, Hot Mike has branched on over to basketball. So, me and Goose should be calling these games relatively soon. I don't know if it'll be every game, but it'll be, we're going to try to do as many as we possibly can. So, if you download the app, um, I'm sure Goose will be getting his own. Uh, invite code to the app once uh it launches here but you know uh, we'll start calling bulls games I, I i honestly i love neil and stacy and it's it's neil's last year and i'm like very very tight i love neil funk but if you want to come over and hang out for some vulgar hilariousness beer drinking well you you more whiskey drinking uh dudes that like to have a good time be sure you download that app so i just want to throw that out there man so we're going to be debuting on hot mic very very soon no, I'm excited. Uh, you finally got your computer. I think I'm going to have to uh, switch over to DirecTV. I don't know how well streaming games from sites with porn ads on the side. Um, or, or <laughs> to, uh, hot mic at the same time. So uh, I will be switching over my internet. You will get your last part, and then uh, we can get gin and juiced and buzzed up with everybody, and we'll... Uh, well, have a good time. I think that'll be fun. I think it's going to be great, dude. So, everybody, be sure to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at BullsOnTap, following at ontapsportsnet, following my dude Goose at BullScripted, following me at BuzzOnTap. We'll be back after Thursday's game against the Utah Jazz. Lord willing, a Chicago Bulls win. Let's go, Bulls. Bulls.